Greetings and salutations, friends. So my name is Faith Smith, and I'm just chilling in my home. And tonight we're going to discuss um, spirituality and what does it mean to you? Now, a lot of people have gotten away from um, saying that they're religious because of uh, the the judgment behind um, that word. Uh, when a lot of times, when you say that you're religious, you uh, get a lot of backlash because, and you get scrutinized because if you're not living your life exactly the way that that religion uh, instructs for you to do you will be shunned and um, a lot of people don't like that they want the idea of being religious without the commitment of actually doing something so tonight we're going to discuss uh, not only religion but we're going to discuss um, how it affected my life being that I was raised in a very strict apostolic household for almost 18 years and um, and how uh, that thinking has turned my life into what it is now. And so I am looking forward to um, setting up these conversations with you all to discuss everything that we're dealing with. So let's get into it. So my thoughts on religion and spirituality is that a lot of times with religion, people don't really want to um, follow the practices of those religions that they say that they follow. They just like to say that they have the titles of, you know, of that religion because it makes them uh, seem holier than the person that they are trying to uh, influence, if that's even a thing. Um, you, you can try to influence a person with religion by, you know, saying, hey, you know, look at me, I am this, I'm a Christian, I'm a Muslim, I'm whatever. And, and that person usually judges you based off of your actions. So if you're not careful, uh, a lot of times people will catch themselves in situations because um, they find themselves you know judged by the people that they're around they will say well I'm a Christian but if you're not doing all the Christian-y things that you're supposed to be doing a lot of times people will judge you because of that and I get it it's one of those things that I had to get away from because I realized that I was not a good Christian and I didn't want people to think that all Christians were like me when in fact um, 
a lot of Christians are very good people. I am not. And I would not call myself a Christian. I am influenced by uh, Christian ideologies, not necessarily beliefs, because there are certain things that um, are fundamental beliefs that I do not believe in anymore. I was taught to believe those things, but um, growing up in a black apostolic church, um, you were taught to believe that you had to speak in tongues in order to be considered saved. Uh, You also had to... um, you know, uh, be filled with the Holy Ghost and uh, shout and and scream and holler and dance and all this other stuff. And I literally watched one of the girls who was um, about my age, and we were 12 at the time, um, walk into a wall face first, head first, with her eyes closed because she was playing and she wanted to you know, be like the grown folk who, you know, used to walk around the church with their eyes closed and be worshiping and praising God and, you know, bam, right into the wall. And, you know, I remember faking it. You know, when I got baptized when I was nine, um, one of the mothers of the church, Mother Spencer, Uh, would sit at the front of the church and you would sit with her and say hallelujah over and over and over again until you started speaking in tongues and it never ever ever happened for me it never happened now there were moments where I felt like I felt something the energy was different But I was a child. I didn't know any better. And now that I'm older, I understand that, you know, energy affects you in different ways. And so I was feeling the energy of the room, not necessarily the presence of God. And so, um, yeah, it's it's just a lot of times growing up, especially... Um, when it's culturally influenced, um, you can find yourself in a situation where when once you're an adult and you're thinking and, um, you know, having to figure all of this stuff out for yourself and then for your kids, you find yourself in an almost atheistic situation because... You don't want to pass on the beliefs that have traumatized you from childhood onto your children because they really didn't help. You found yourself as an adult questioning um, those things more than um, believing those things, you know. And what I've noticed about people and their beliefs is that it's not their beliefs that have helped them along in life is their behaviors um, and their beliefs have changed their behaviors. So you could have someone be raised in the same church and 
um, have the same pastor and go to the same Bible study and the same Sunday school for every week for the rest of their lives. But one person practices what they are taught, whereas the other person just basically attends church and not necessarily practices what they're taught. So a lot of times people will um, justify their sinning with, um, oh, well, I'm a Christian, but, um, you know, Jesus died for my sins, blah, 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 blah. And I am doing this the best that I can do. But I've always believed that everyone knows right from wrong. Even children know right from wrong without having to be taught that. Because you can have a baby um, eat a piece of candy and you told them not to do it. And if that piece of candy comes up missing, you ask the baby, did you eat that candy? And they'll look at you right in the eye and say, no, we've all been there where our child has lied to us over food. And so one of the things that I've noticed about um, just religion and spirituality in general is that usually the ones who are the most religious are the ones who don't practice the religion. They just are judgmental and they um, will, uh, they like to talk a lot and they will say things um, like, well, I go to church every week and I go to uh, Sunday service, uh, morning service, I'm in the choir, I'm an usher, I do this, I do that, you know, stuff that makes them look good in the church, but their heart is uh, wicked and they're unkind a lot of times. They're the ones who will sit in church and pass judgment on um, their sister as they like to call them, brothers and sisters, who is a single mother and has to purchase clothes from the Goodwill for her kids because she doesn't have JCPenney and Macy's and Cole's money. And so um, a lot of times people will pass judgment on others instead of loving each other. And one of the things that I've noticed about Christianity because I was so heavily influenced by it was that a lot of times we are taught that we're supposed to love one another, but we're not taught how to do it. You know, and it's crazy because it gives examples in the Bible of what you're supposed to do, how you can do it, but you're not really taught compassion or empathy. You're just taught, oh, well, you know, you see a homeless person, so you feed them. So you feed them not out of compassion or 
empathy or uh, sympathy. You're you're doing it because out of obligation, and that's not what it's about. And that's why I had to stop being a Christian or calling myself a Christian because. I didn't want to do things out of obligation. I wanted to do things because I loved other people. And so now that I'm older and I am more aware of my actions and our lack thereof, I can, I am okay with not identifying as one thing or another and so um when it comes to parenting one of the things that i've noticed is that um as parents uh we especially you know being influenced by religion especially in this country um as a parent you you're expected to teach your child right from wrong. You're expected to, um, you know, groom your child to be a decent civilian, a decent citizen of this world. Um, But what if your child is incapable or not willing to do that? Does that make you less of a parent for not trying hard enough or sometimes in some cases giving up Uh, what would what would you say is a good example of how you're supposed to be as a parent because you can get extremely frustrated with a child and that child being influenced by your words and your actions, you know, they are going to carry everything that you say and do to them to the grave. For the rest of their lives, they are going to be a miniature version of yourself. So how do you um, deal with your kids and religion or spirituality or the lack thereof? Because I don't, I'm not in church and there is no real spiritual influence in my home. I believe in a creator, um, but we do not attend church. And um, I think that because of this lack of discipline in my home, because a lot of religions have some type of religious practice you know it takes discipline to be religious it takes discipline to uh, get up uh, Sunday morning and go to church and then go to Sunday dinner and all this other stuff and get ready for school or work in the morning on Monday morning and then go to church on Tuesday evening and Uh, after you're doing your homework and, you know, do Bible study, it takes discipline to be religious. And so I think I've done a huge disservice to my child because 
he didn't have that influence. You know, his grandparents were also religious, and uh, when he was staying with them, uh, they would take him to church, but he didn't stay in church enough to be influenced by the teachings. But really, the problem with I have with society these days is not a religious problem. It is a it's not even a spiritual problem. It is a parenting problem. The problems that we have today is parenting. You know, you can be super religious and take your child to church every single day. Um, seven days a week, but if you're not implementing those spiritual and religious practices inside of your home, your child is going to grow up as a child who never went to church. They're not going to really be influenced by the way that you're supposed to be. And that doesn't matter. It's the same with all religions, which is the reason why I had not gravitated towards anything because I always had a problem with um, certain teachings inside of those religions. They weren't consistent enough for me. And I didn't want to have to explain why you shouldn't or shouldn't not you should and shouldn't do certain things, you know, and why certain things are confusing. So what do you all think when it comes to religion and um, uh, teaching children? Because to me, parenting is the hardest thing you could possibly do. And so I'm just really curious to get your insight on what it is about being a parent that keeps you sane and makes you feel like you are on the right track with your child. Let me know. And I hope that you all have a wonderful rest of your day. This is Faith Smith speaking, and I hope that you all have a good one. Good night.